Hey, yoo-hoo, over here. Hi, no, focus. Hey, no, focus, look, focus, squirrel. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, and this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. If you haven't heard yet, I am doing a giveaway on September 15th. This episode is set to drop on the 10th. So if you are a podcast subscriber, then you're probably listening to this episode with enough time to enter. If you're not a subscriber, then subscribe so you can get these episodes right away when they come out and not miss any future giveaways. To enter the giveaway on September 15th, you need to leave an honest review on iTunes for the podcast. Take a screenshot of the review, then head over to Instagram, follow me if you're not already, at firmly underscore founded and post the screenshot in your story and tag me in it. Then you'll be entered. Three lucky winners will win a $50 gift card to Amazon. I suggest you pause the episode, do that now so you don't forget. That way you can focus during the episode, which fittingly enough is exactly what this episode is about. And now episode 24, creating focus. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Baby Olympics. I'm Steve Houlihan, and it's a beautiful day. Perfect conditions in the downstairs arena for these games. That's correct, Steve. I'm Bob McGuffin. We'll be your announcers for today's epic events. The first baby up today is Baby Jane. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jane has been an up-and-coming contender in baby sports for the past eight months, which, ironically enough, have been the first eight months of her life. Yes, and her big marble-like blue eyes have earned her the nickname of Bright Eyes among the other athletes, and she has been training for today's event for months. Oh, training is rigorous in baby sports. First, tummy time, and then they're... They mastered the rollover, then the reach, and then the scoot. All right, and now she's ready for today's event, the army crawl to a choking hazard. That's right, Steve. Oh, and it looks like she's getting ready down on the carpet, sporting a light blue onesie unicorn. Great choice. Great choice. It's sure to score her some big points with the judges in the cuteness category. Well, that's correct, Bob. But in, in order to win the gold, uh, you have to be a lot more than just cute, you know. Uh, you got to keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. And it looks like she's searching for a prize right now. In order to score big in this event, she needs to find a suitable choking hazard, get to it, and get it in her mouth before her mom can stop her. Yeah, I, and it looks like she's found one. Those bright eyes are narrowed in on something in the kitchen by the back door. That's a bold move. To cover that amount of distance is going to take some serious focus, Stevie. Serious focus. Yeah, well, she's off uh, using her arms to drag herself across the floor. Oh, uh, one foot. Oh, now she made it two feet. Oh, she's mixing in a little bit of the worm technique. Amazing. I haven't seen that since the late 90s. And it's working for her. She's coming up on another toy, though. Oh, oh, yes. It looks like it's a stuffed giraffe. Oh, that's too big to choke on. That will just not work for this competition. Hopefully it doesn't distract her. She's passed it right up. Not even giving at the time of day, just keeping those bright eyes on her target. Oh, and I think I see what it is, Bob. 
Uh, it's the doorstop on that cabinet there. The, the springy metal thing with the rubber cap that stops the back door from hitting the counter, you know? I think you're right, Steve. But will that count for this event? I, I don't know. It looks like Mom is now aware of Jane's path. Mom's in the kitchen making breakfast, which which is great timing on Jane's part. With, with Mom's hands covered mm. in juice from, from cutting up strawberries, she'll need to rinse and dry if she wants to pick up Jane without staining that cute onesie. Wow, those unicorns are not just for looks, Steve. I didn't even see that coming. Great planning by old bright eyes. Yeah, and it looks like after further observance, Mom is not too concerned with baby Jane's trajectory. She doesn't even see any choking hazards. And to be honest, Steve, neither do I. Only time will reveal Jane's plans. Yeah, well, she's almost to the doorstop, but uh, to get there, she'll have to pass the back door, and that glass window goes nearly to the floor, offering a perfect distraction if Jane wanted to look out the outside world, uh, a favorite pastime of hers, you know. I know, but just look at that. Jane is not even giving in to the temptation of the window. It looks like doing the worm just one final time will get her there. And she's there. Well, she's reaching for it. Oh, look at that. The rubber cap just came right off and is the perfect size for a choking hazard. Mom just now noticed she's on the move. But it's too late. It's in the mouth. It's in the mouth. Even with wiping her hands on the t-shirt to save time, Mom just could not get there in time to prevent it. No, oh, she's removed it now, Bob, but mission accomplished. <laughs> the judges wasted no time in putting up their scores, too. A 10 for cuteness, a 10 on the danger scale, and a perfect 10 on focus. That's a gold medal right there, Steve. And I'm sure it's the first of many for Old Bright Eyes. Thanks to my special guest performer and older brother, Bobby Massio, for helping me with that opener, which was based on a true story about my youngest daughter that happened the other day. She does have two beautiful bright eyes, like giant round blue marbles in her head. And luckily for us, when she wants something, those baby blues focus intensely on whatever it is, which lets us know what she's after. So I want you to keep that visual of old bright eyes laser stare as we talk about how to create focus. I have coached more than a few clients with ADD or ADHD and some without who talk about the hard time they have focusing on important stuff, homework, studying, filling out college applications, job applications, paying attention in class, you name it. They say they just get distracted too easily. And they say it almost like it's just the way they are. Like something is broken in their brain that stops them from focusing for longer than a few minutes. Like one of those sprinklers that just moves constantly, you know, homework, YouTube, floor, squirrel, phone, whatever. But yet, those very same individuals will admit to spending hours focused on something they absolutely love to do. Video games, movies, drawing, building model airplanes, binging TikTok. Now, I'm aware that some of those things are specifically designed to keep re-stimulating your neural pathways every few minutes or every 15 seconds. But partnered with that is your desire for the thing. So I have a theory. My theory is, is that if you can't focus on something, it's not because your focus modulator is broken. It's because you don't love the thing you're doing enough to stay focused on it. You don't have a strong enough why behind it. Because when you do love something enough, 
your brain stops from moving away from it like a sprinkler and instead causes you to focus on it like a fire hose. Usually people just call this interest. I'm not interested in that. Oh, I'm really interested in this. And people think it's just the way it is. But interest is a feeling. And all feelings are created from thoughts. And you get to choose your thoughts. So if you can find the right thought, you can create interest and therefore create focus for anything. Because a common thought error is that if you are not interested in something, it means that the thing is inherently uninteresting. Not true. And the companion thought error to that is that if you are not interested in something, that's just something you could never be interested in. Also not true. The secret for an awesome life today is that you can create focus for absolutely anything. And here are four ways to do it. Remember, the key to focus is interest. Therefore, if you create interest, you can create focus. Really good teachers are great at doing this in the classroom. We've all had a teacher like that who just made one boring subject a little more fun. Well, that's the kind of teacher I like to be. And there are four strategies I use to do it. And you can use these strategies too. The first strategy for creating focus is to find a different angle. I need to do this all the time, especially when I'm working on writing, like writing an episode for this podcast. I love my podcast. I have a goal to always have a great podcast, but I don't always love the process of coming up with an idea and writing the podcast. This happened this week, actually. I was five days late on writing out my next episode. I would sit down to do it at my designated time, and then I would do something else, find an excuse to distract myself. Why? Well, it wasn't that the topic wasn't interesting, but I just wasn't interested in the topic. Yet. So I approached it from a different angle. I found a way to really make it interesting to me. And once I did, nothing could stop me from getting it done. I was writing like crazy. Nothing could distract me. My kids came in and tried to talk to me. I said, go away. Right? I was able to focus. And that actually is what led me to the opener for this very episode, the Baby Olympics. So if you need to create something like an essay or project, and you're finding you're not that interested, find a different angle. How could you do it differently, unexpectedly? Make it brand new and more interesting. Anything can be interesting. You just need to be looking at it the right way. Strategy number two for creating focus, get curious. I also call this try to break it. So going back to Jane, babies are just so curious about things, almost to the point where it seems like they are trying to break it. That's because everything is literally new to them. They're a baby. So they want to figure out how things feel, what they taste like for some reason, and what will happen if they throw it on the ground. Imagine if you could attack your next big assignment with that kind of curiosity. You might not like history, but by golly, some people think it's important. Why is that? What's this whole thing about history repeating itself? 
Get curious to create focus. The slightly more destructive way of phrasing this idea is to try and break it. I was coaching a high school senior, and he didn't really want coaching. I mean, I don't know why. Every successful athlete and celebrity has a coach, but, you know, to each his own. But his mom had talked him into getting a life coach. To help him get more interested, I told him, look, I want you to try and break every concept I try to teach you. Find the holes, find the weaknesses, and try to expose them. That changed his views on the whole thing. It played on his disagreeable nature for the thing he was doing and made it more interesting for him. So if you're taking a class that is just not for you, don't check out, check it for weaknesses, and then try to bring it down. In order to truly break something, you need to know how it truly works. Strategy number three for creating focus. Make it a challenge. This is something I love doing for myself and for my students and my clients. How fast can I get that done? How long can I make this essay? I bet I can make it at least one more page if I really tried. Can I put humor in this boring presentation about photosynthesis? I bet I could. Making something a challenge is a great way to create interest in it, especially if you're competitive. Heck, if you have a friend who has to do the same assignment as well, challenge each other. Who can get the better grade on this thing you both hate doing? I bet I could be more disciplined than you and get it done. Too many times we collaborate with our friends for our destruction. Talk about how horrible something is, how hard it is, how pointless it is, and we agree with each other on failure. When we collaborate with our friends for failure, we are far more likely to get it. Luckily, the same is true when we collaborate with our friends for success. Plus, it's a great way to create focus. Strategy number four for creating focus. Attach a reward to it. I just did this this week. I bought a brand new desk and it came in the mail and I really wanted to stop what I was doing and put it together. Yes, I nerd out on things like desks, okay? But I wasn't done with outlining my next podcast episode, which I told myself I needed to get done by the end of the day. So I told myself that I couldn't build the desk until the outline was done. I also told my wife... (laughs) It helps to have someone else keep you accountable, an accountability partner. And when I went to pick up that big box and bring it to my office, my wife was able to ask me, Joey, are you done with your outline? And I was able to say, yes, dear, I am. Now, don't bother me for the next two hours as I put this desk together. For a lot of you listening, your phone is a huge distraction when you are trying to focus on something. Why not plug it in in a different room, and tell yourself you can only go check it at the end of each chapter or at the end of the assignment. Or take yourself out for ice cream when you've applied to five new jobs. Little rewards really help us get closer to that big reward we want, which is the whole reason we started doing what we are doing in the first place. Getting a job, earning a degree, passing the class. But sometimes that giant carrot at the end, it doesn't look so big when it's so far away. And what you need to do right now just seems so tough. I mean, that carrot looks like a little teeny baby carrot. That's really not worth the effort. 
even though you know when you get there, it's going to be this huge gargantuan carrot that would be so worth it. So give yourself little carrots along the path to help you stay focused so you can get to that mother load carrot at the end of the journey. Those are the four strategies to create focus. Find a different angle, get curious slash try to break it, make it a challenge, and attach a reward. Baby Jane used all four of those to keep her focused on her goal of getting a choking hazard in her mouth. One day, she may put those skills to work toward a better, less dangerous goal. But I hope she never loses her ability to focus intently. So when you find yourself not able to focus on something, getting distracted, just think to yourself, how can I be a little more like old bright eyes? All the greatest athletes in the world had a coach, someone there to get the best out of them, to point out where they could improve their game, to become the player they want to be. Do you realize you're playing a game? It's the game of life. Do you have a coach? One who knows what they're doing? If not, consider signing up for a free coaching session with me. I help young adults apply these secrets and skills to help improve any area of their life, to level up their game. So head over to firmlyfounded.com to sign up. If you're under 18, send your parent over to sign you up for a free 30-minute coaching workshop with me. 30 minutes could help you make the next 30 years of your life more awesome.